Alrighty, man. So, <laughs> Mr. Willy Go. I was just trying to get the spelling right of that Willy Go. So, um, yeah. So, I managed to get my friend Willy in today, and he actually just mentioned that this thing that sits on my desk. <laughs> It says director of unnecessary and special projects is a little um, toy that I have on my <clears throat> on my desk. It's a little label, and he has the same thing at at your desk at work as yes. well. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, exactly the same. Now Willie is the the boss of Gymcraft. Um, he runs two two branches of Gymcraft actually in Singapore, and he also has two branches in Vietnam. If I'm not wrong, it's Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Minh. So um, I mean, it's amazing to see where you are today, and now with three kids as well, <laughs> and your oldest is already ten. Uh, when I look 11. back, oh sorry, eleven. <laughs> and when I when I look back, it just feels like oh gosh, time has just flown by. Because when we first met each other, I was in like I was in NS. Yes, and you were still the manager at Prime Gym. Yes, <laughs> that was so many years ago, right? So yep. that I believe that was two thousand and seven or eight. Yeah. The, the year where you, I think you took part in, you helped organize the National Day? Yes, yes, yes. I've, oh. well, I've been doing, I was doing NDP since uh, 2008, so it was probably a, a, around that time. So oh, okay. I was actually, they were experimenting with this new device called the Power Riser. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, the stilt. Yes, that's right. And then they couldn't find um, people who could flip with the stilt. So they said, hey, I heard you are a breakdancer or something. Do you want to try put it on and, and go? Um, but then that's how I got to Prime Gym. And then through Prime Gym, I met lots of really cool guys who I'm yes. still friends with today. Sean was from there. Yes, yes. Nas was also from there. Um, Aaron was also Aaron. from there. Mm-hmm. And so the, the amazing thing was when I messaged Willie, I said, hey, can I get you on my podcast? He goes... Well, Nas has already been there, and so has Aaron, <laughs> and so has Sean. So I would be offended if you didn't ask me. Um, so yeah, what a, what a joy to have you on, man. So thank you. I'd like to chat with you about a, a few things, but I wanted to share with you something which you probably maybe don't see yourself like this. But when I told Aaron, I said, "Hey, man, uh, I'm having Willie down. I'm going to chat with him." Mm-hmm. He said, "Bro, Willie is a visionary." Oh really? Yes. And then I <laughs> was do, like, "What do I vision?" <laughs> right. Okay. Vision? So right. So good. Good question. I said. I said, "Bro, okay, that's interesting that you call him a visionary. What makes you say he's a visionary?" And Aaron mm. said, "Look, before parkour and breaking and all that was what it was today, Willie saw that it would be something of the future. So back then, not many gyms, from what I understand, were that supportive of this kind of stuff. Mm. But what made you stand out as a manager of gym or?" even just as a friend, is you um, gave so much um, opportunity for dancers, for parkour guys, for acrobats, or whoever that wants to do flips. You actually collaborated with a lot of us and gave us an opportunity to be able to practice flips in a safe environment and stunts in a safe environment. So people don't thank you enough for this. But you know, if it wasn't for you, I don't think the community in Singapore would be where they are today. Right, oh. you see. So, so actually, it's a very, it's a very big deal that I that I have you on. You know, um, a lot of my, I got my first multiple air flares in in Prime Gym. You know, I got lots of my big flips all from um, all from Gymcraft. You know, and so yeah, I think first of all, we really really appreciate that. Um, now, how did you actually get into gymnastics? Oh, I I, I think I started uh. Back in secondary school, okay. uh, but I didn't really do pure gymnastics. I was in the dance troupe, yeah, Ch- that- Chinese dance troupe. Oh, you yeah. started Chinese dance. Yes. So during the Chinese dance uh, practice, we do learn a few flips. Mm. So so after uh, after the secondary school, I graduated. Uh, I could do quite a bit of uh, floor exercise already, like mm. all the back tuck, front tuck, 
No problem. Self-taught? Uh, we have some seniors coming down to teach us. Okay. So not really a coach or instructor, but some seniors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then, but after the NS, uh, I went to join Prime Gym. Okay. Adult gymnastics class in Prime Gym. Oh, is that right? I went to join as a student. But it can't be cheap, <laughs> right? Back then, you had to uh, pay by yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was when I was doing my, my university, mm -hmm. my studies. And then uh, I was doing freelance dancing as well. So that's how I make yeah. my that's how I make my money. <laughs> that's what I just found out while while I was having dinner and chatting with Willie, he was like, Oh, did you know I said, What what other things do you want to add to the point? And Willie goes, Did you know I was a commercial dancer? I go, What? <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, I was actually a commercial dancer. Like I used to dance and do shows and do flips and it all made sense. Like all the people we know, the common people yeah. like you know, Susie and Gordon and all of them, yeah, yes, you know yes. them from commercial dancing. I didn't I really did not know that about you, man, but that really impresses me. But so you started as Chinese dance first. Yes. But as a, okay, maybe I'm stereotyping here, but as a masculine man like yourself, why would you look at Chinese dance and go, oh. <laughs> unless you saw pretty girls and you go, oh, no, no, no. We, we were forced to join. Oh, you know, really? It's one, one, one fine day, my Chinese teacher came to the class. Tomorrow, oh. all the guys, I want to see you at, I don't know, 9 a.m. in the morning in the hall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then all the guys got to be there. Half the guys shows up. Half the guys in the class shows up, uh -huh. and that was in secondary two, if I'm not wrong. Okay. And then, uh, I think out of the whole bunch there, when we reached sec four, I'm the only one stayed from the bunch. But, but what <laughs> keeps you? Is it because oh, so because of the yes, because of the flips, you know. Mm. I only go there because of the flips. But but I mean, okay, back then, right? I'm not saying that you're a dinosaur, but like back then. We didn't have like YouTube and all that. So no. what? Where were you seeing these? Like there were seniors who could already yes, do it. Yes, there were seniors that already ah. do it, and, and all the terms were in Chinese. And then we just lay out. Uh, those were the actually I realized it later part of my life that those are actually judo mats, the very heavy ones, oh. where we will lay out one whole row and then we were the ones with zero bounce. Oh yeah, the practically zero bounce, right? Yeah. Because it's a lot of absorbent. It's just an absorbent. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. I used we use that for three years, set two to set four. So <laughs> I still managed to get my. Huh? Back handspring and round back handspring there, you know. I'm oh like, wow. wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it took three years, you know. But if you have learned the proper way and all that, and if you do it regularly, I probably pretty one year and pretty right. much a year. This this is gonna make me sound like an old man, but don't you think <laughs> the bloody kids these days are just so freaking fortunate? Yes. Right. Yes. You, whatever you want, you want you want a belt, you want a harness to tie yourself <laughs> from the ceiling. I have that. You want a trampoline? <laughs> yeah, I've got that. Oh, you don't like that trampoline? You want a smaller trampoline? Oh, I also have that. <laughs> You know, you know yes. what I mean, right? And then they got like amazing floor that you can like, you just barely take off your shoes, walk on the mat and you can already like get a bit of air. You know? It's yes. amazing, you know, like, and it's so safe these days. Like, Safety's, right techniques. Yeah. Everybody's sharing the right techniques. So. Exactly. And you can, mm. and, and the thing is like, what I think is so effective, why, okay, so I have my, my different thoughts about technology being good or bad when it comes to um, arts and, <clears throat> and flips and whatnot. But I would say that, one thing that it does do is it allows kids of these days not to make the mistakes that we made. Yeah. Right? right so yes. like, for example, when I tried to learn the air flare, I remember, I, I'm sure you remember, like back <laughs> then, when I was working on the air flare, there, there barely anyone in Singapore was doing air flares. Maybe, maybe like uh, two or three, like you could count on one hand how many air flares there were in Singapore. Yep. And like back then I was in like windmill air flares and that was like, you don't really see that. I mean, from my knowledge anyway, in Singapore, all my breaking friends were like, what windmill air flares? Like newest thing. <laughs> but these days, man, I see like six year old boys in China who can like one hand air flare, go to windmill, whatever, yes. you know, and it's it, part of me is like, ah, oh, so demoralizing. But then, but then I make myself feel better by going, you know what? Because they didn't have to make those mistakes. 
because last time when people first started like air flares you know it was, it was so low and these guys people these days people develop techniques where it's now so high and so safe mm. and i mean even look at gymnastics these days the kind of stuff that they do like you you watch the recent olympics the gymnastics yeah some <laughs> Not all. i'm sure you see it every day that you get sick of it but yeah <laughs> right but I, they, they, they played a video called the evolution of gymnastics and mm. they showed from like way back when and then they were showing the flips that they did then versus the flips that they do now yes. holy smokes but then i also asked myself i said is it that the human body is becoming so advanced or is it technology that's allowing us to technology, land safely yes right yeah. you're still pretty lucky because my time i was trying to do break dance as well during my <laughs> dancing days those times were if you can do a head spin then you are a break dancer. The, the 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 making your mark point was windmill. Windmill was not, the head spin is the making your mark point. But the, when it come to your generation, I think it's air flare, right? Uh, yeah, my my generation was like, well, my generation air flare was already one of the one of the higher level moves. Like mm. the well, actually in my time, like windmill was like most people could do a windmill, yeah. right? And yeah. then these days, like even when you go to break dancing comps, right? Like okay. Let's just talk flips, right? Like when when I was still breaking full time, if someone can do a double back flip on concrete, whoa, you <laughs> might as well just buy yourself a crown and put it on because <laughs> you are the champion. But these days, you see competitions, yes. people do double back. They're double like, back. oh, Easily, yeah. good job. Yeah, that's yeah. all they're gonna give you. Like, mm, oh, good job. You really have to do like a like a I don't know. It's like a full in something back out, whatever it you is. Know, you know, in the, the the gymnastic stage, right? Mm -hmm. Um, in the world competitions, yeah, they do double back, double front as warm up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you do you remember Desmond who used to work for you? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah. Of course, one of my. I saw Desmond do double layout. Uh, and then yeah. I saw that I like, oh, this is amazing. And then you see like people like Simone Biles, they mm -hmm. do double layout, and then ah oh, yeah, I just feel like it. They put one extra turn roll. Like. Oh, yeah, and they and they go to continue after that. They have to <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's nuts, you know. Um, oh, I was every Olympics, every four years, I become a big fan of gymnastics. <laughs> like, right? I know I know nothing about gymnastics all through the year, and then once in a while I go, oh, 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 look, Olympics is here, and then once in every four years, I, I become an expert in gymnastics, and I see this, and go, oh, that's worth, and I can turn to my wife and say, did you know that that move is actually illegal, and it shouldn't be done? Like, like triple backflip and stuff were, were banned, or are yes, they, they were banned? banned. Were banned. Triple back was still, still banned, still right? Banned, yeah. ah, it, because of the danger. Because of the danger. Yeah. And then, ironically, they're doing, like, multiple quad what, uh, like yeah, four twisting yeah that, twisting yes. oh no, that's safe that's safe <laughs> but triple backflip kind of oh, I guess because you land on the back of your head uh, I mean if you're not careful you would you would yeah, yeah. But, but it's a skill that modern gym top level gymnasts can easily do right triple back oh no no actually not, not oh it's true. not that easy is it's it? not that easy oh. Oh. it's another level altogether is that if right? it's from a single to a double, let's say it's a X, right? It's an X difficulty. I mean, the progression is, let's say it's X. Mm. From double to triple, probably it's double X or triple X. Wow. Uh, it's like a, it's a big, big jump. High level move. Huh? Mm. Hey, I, I know <laughs> I know you told me that you're quite sick of gymnastics and probably don't want to talk about it on the podcast, <laughs> but can I ask a few, a yeah, few sure, questions? Sure, ahead, yeah, just yeah. because I think it's going to be... Okay, I'll ask you the questions that I think are harder for you to answer. <laughs> right? I want to talk about the judging of gymnastics. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I ask is because I am doing competitive karate now. Mm. So I did karate when I was a lot younger until about <clears throat> 18 and then I stopped for a good over 10 years and then now I'm back into karate I'm competing as well. Mm -hmm. So in karate there's a there's a scoring system, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, much like in ice skating and a lot of other sports, right? Because you would do a performance. So uh, the the section that I do, or rather the event that I compete in, is called kata. Right, so kata is like what Pumse is in Taekwondo, and it's I don't fight anyone. I go there and then I do a so-called performance. I do a bow, I do a performance, and then I finish with a bow. And then the judges then assess it based on your uh, their ten criteria, but they include things like your correct breathing, um, speed, balance, conformity, um, transitional movements. Right. Mm. <clears throat> so the thing that that I feel like. Uh, it, it is most similar to scoring a performance would either be ice skating or gymnastics, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, you know, in karate, there, f- there are sev- usually seven judges in kata, five to seven judges in kata, and all of them give you scores. They don't have a, a group that is minusing scores and a group that's adding scores. It's like one person decides your score. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing, which I think is very, very good about gymnastics, is actually there's a group of judges and they have separate jobs. There are some yep. that subtract and some that... Add, right? So yeah. can you explain that structure to me? Uh, basically, there's a execution scores and there's okay. a deduction scores. So then also, also there's also a starting value mm-hmm. for some apparatus. So the executioner scores are the most difficult to judge. Mm-hmm. The judge must be really fast, really well versed with all the moves. So as the gymnasts go through the routine, you know they will add the points, add the points, add the points. So right. not only are the moves counted points uh, move are awarded for points uh-huh. even the link up the linkage if one move linked to another the transition the transitions yeah so those are scored as well mm. so it's a very complex but, uh, but system how, like okay i'm trying to imagine right because yep. there's like a there's like a i mean i don't know a better term but it's like a gymnastics bible mm-hmm. i'm sure there is right like yes, this yes, move equals how many points this move yes, equals how, yes. so I mean, does the judge already know beforehand what they're gonna do, or on no. the spot they're going? Okay, on ten plus spot. nine plus eighteen plus two plus. Also, they will actually draw, draw. They are, they are actually symbols for all the moves, and they oh. will actually draw. So it's like shorthand, you know, you know, where they do it, then they will just score, score. They will oh. just draw, 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 draw. And when they are drawing, at the, the the A judge, which is the executioner judge, will actually draw. And then they also, in their back of their mind, they will also do some deductions. So they could really? do both, yes. But there's also another panel which is the deduction judge, right. which is not as as good a judge as the the the, right. the execution judge. Yeah. This thing so yeah. So there's another panel also with the deduction judge. Mm-hmm. So then they will add up the score. Then they but will. So so the deduction judge's job is just to deduct, deduct, yes. deduct. That's no it. point toes, deduct, deduct. Not straight knees or whatever, deduct. No. And then at the end, if I mean I'm not a judge, but okay. what I understand is that at the end, right? The deduction judge score will still have to so-called tally with the deduction that <laughs> the execution really? because the execution. I mean, the, the the first panel of judges, those are really good judges. They are, they are, <laughs> they are usually old. <laughs> can, old. Okay, can, can, I, can I ask like because some in some sports, right? Um, ex players become the good judges and referees. Some mm-hmm. sports not so much. No. So in gymnastics, those judges and referees—no, uh, you don't have referees. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Those judges are they ex gymnasts or they are like specialized only do uh, judging? They can be specialized. I I don't. I mean, they could be ex gymnasts, of course, but mm. it it takes a lot of academic knowledge. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you it's- need to be really good in studying, I guess, because those are really. Very heavy stuff. Oh, and uh, quick eyes as well. Like you're, you're really catching things. Yeah, really catching things. But d- so, do they have the benefit of video replay? Um, no, I think they could see that, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure on, on this point whether they right. will they judge it from mm-hmm. a video replay. Um, 
I, I'm not sure. Because I, because I know with diving, right? Diving, mm. the judges don't see video replay. Mm. Yeah, so they're actually like it's not like you know like rugby they can call for like mm-hmm. video replay. I believe soccer now you can call for video replay. Yeah, they can well. call for video replay for soccer, but still the referee uh, oh, will we'll make the, the, they'll ah. make this still yeah. So for right. gymnastics, I do, I do, I do. If I'm not wrong, they do still do a video replay. If mm. let's say something is off off the mark, right, I'm right. Guessing. Okay, yeah. maybe. Okay, like in some sports, right? They give the judging, they give the whatever score. Mm-hmm. If the athletes and ju- uh, athletes and coaches are okay with that, it kind of like okay, sure. Mm. But if they're not happy, they can then appeal and then they see the playback. So I don't know if gymnastics. So most is the probably, same. so more, most Kobe, probably is right? this. Yes, so most probably is this. Right? Do you do you think that in this day and age, it's possible to do a Komanechi ten out of ten? There's, it's not ten out of ten now. There's no full mark now. Oh, is that so? Because right? it's a starting score. Because everybody's starting score will be different. Um, so because you what? see like your move the okay, move that you're doing this at all. so the move that you're doing let's say uh-huh. you do all the A move right or the easy move A, a okay oh sorry sorry A is not good uh, A is the basic the lowest of the yeah. Low. okay yeah. what's that like a forward roll uh, no a <laughs> forward roll there's zero it's not even <laughs> a move <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh okay what, what, what's an A uh, oh, I, I can't recall actually I don't know okay, no. okay. but even a back handspring a front tuck a back layout is not even an A move <laughs> Really? <laughs> the wrong is not an A move at all. It's too simple. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm guessing, okay, what is the top of the top then? Top of the top? Like the, the okay, for example, we take floor. Uh-huh. What is, what will, well, the highest is what? D, E, F? Uh, e, E, F? E, E, F? Yeah. So what is an F? I, I can't recall. <laughs> oh, like I don't know. <laughs> I don't maybe know. like a double, double layout with a twist at the end. Maybe. Oh, probably. E, F, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know that. So so these days, it's not possible to get a perfect 10 anymore. Oh, uh, no, no. The the scoring has changed so much that normal people, like even like me, you know, I'm uh. in the gymnastics scene for so long, but of course, I'm doing recreational gymnastics. Right. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't care, you know, because it's... Right. It, yeah, I don't know how it's scored. Yeah. I know how it's scored, but I don't know the exact, like, is that how many points for that and so on. Mm. So it's, it's, it's very complex. Right. And then I think many years back... Um, the, the president of FIG, which is the Federation for Gymnastics, of international uh, she, gymnastics. Yeah, okay, yeah. She, he mentioned that you know the, the scoring has to change because if not, common people like you and me will not be able to understand it. And right. then, then you will lose viewership, you lost viewership, you lost sponsors. So, That's very true. So they have to make it easier to understand. But I, I, I don't think there's any way out. Right. So it's still the same scoring method, um, the right. scoring point. Is it, uh, every four years when gymnastics is on the Olympics, right? Does mm-hmm. it give a boost to um, like parents sending their kids to gymnastics? Mm. I, I can't feel it though. Okay, yeah, So it's not I, like a visually like whoa. Okay, every four years there's a massive spike in gymnastics. Not like that. Oh uh, no, I, I would believe it, it would be for all sports. So it's Olympic is all sports. So right. So right. if there's a spike now in terms of sports, probably it's Olympic. So right. I don't really it, see it. It's like karate, right? So karate is only ever in the Olympics one time and one time only, which was this year's Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not the, so from my understanding, there actually is a spike. Oh, so I think good. that one's more obvious because it's only once. If it's once every four years, maybe it loses its its mm. appeal, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so... Um, and also, I wanted to ask you, um, r- running... So you obviously see gymnastics. Oh, wait, wait. Before that, right? There was this other few points I want to ask you about gymnastics before you allow me to get off that topic. Mm. I did hear that gymnastics was one of the sports that clearly differentiates between male and female because, right? Because females have 
four apparatus and males have six. six apparatus. Yes. Okay. Apart from the fact that you pop a testicle falling on the beam, is, <laughs> what is the reason why it's so... It's actually totally different sports altogether if you look at it because the scoring oh. is different as well. The score is book, that right? Totally different. So male floor and female floor is completely two different, different things. Yes, two different things. Uh, requirements are also different. The oh. routine, I mean, like yeah, the different matchup and all that are totally different. Like women in the women floor, there's there's some artistry into it. That's why there's artistry, music and the all music that. and all that. So but musicality is a is a yes, it's a thing now. Um, oh. because because there's a period of time, I think two zero one six or something where. Where the girls are becoming like guys, they're just doing all the heavy duty stuff, all the flips. Right? There's right. no, there's not no, listening to music. Um, listen to music, but no more, no more choreography. You know, the choreography took a bad seat, and then now I think they are bringing it back. Right. So that the, the female floor exercises are more appealing to watch now. So they they are trying to balance it out. But the mag, we call it the male artistic gymnastic mag mm-hmm. and wag, totally different. Is totally different. Right? Yes. Yes. You you know what? Like I I like it. <laughs> I I like it when, you know, like. They have rules and they say like it's a it's a woman's sport you know like mm-hmm. they can be gracious they can be beautiful i think it's great mm-hmm. you know and men like you know do all the difficult stuff and and whatnot you know and and brute you know strength and force and pushing the human body done by men i totally agree actually mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I actually really like it you know i i think <laughs> many sports could could do with that i think mm-hmm. it honors both genders for for um w- what they're good at as well um is there a specific gymnast that you watch a lot more of oh not not really not yeah. really okay. but, but rhythmic gymnastics there's no male there's only rhythmic gymnastics that's, only that's also another po- oh, oh hang on though but in Japan there are men that do oh, yeah, yeah. right they do it for fun for but performance but it's not Olympics it's, it's yeah. for fun yeah, yeah oh um I, I remember seeing a list of it. I know synchronized swimming is one, mm-hmm. which is a uh, only one gender sport. Rhythmic gymnastics is the other one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember there were there were a few more other ones, but um you do you work with rhythmic gymnasts as well? Um, they use your with, gym. Oh yeah, I mean, they use my gym in the past. But they need very high ceilings because they yes. throw different things into yeah, the air. Different right? apparatus. Yes. Right. If okay, so now that you have kids, right? Three mm-hmm. kids. Do they do gymnastics? Yeah, they they do. All yeah. three of them. All three of them. Yes, in my gym. All not rhythmic. Oh uh, no, they will start with artistic first. I think. <laughs> oh, is a what, what, boy? I know first one. Uh, boy, boy, girl. The, uh, boy, that boy, last girl. one is the girl. Uh, yeah. Do you think she would want to do rhythmic? I mean, if that's. If that if she like it, then of course she can move there, no problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. This is actually a really good segue that we can talk about it. You know, running a gym. Right. I think, I'm. I'm not sure what your vision was when you when you started doing gym craft. Right. But I think very often, um, when someone opens a gym, you open it because you're very passionate about teaching gymnastics, or you're very passionate about gymnastics, or whether it be tricking or whatever it is. Right. But there comes a point where business kicks in. Mm-hmm. Right, and when business kicks in, one then goes towards. It's almost like you, you function as a place that parents can put their kids at for a little mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. and have you look after them for a little while while mm-hmm. they get some peace of mind somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. And and they leave the children there. Now, how do you toggle right between like? having your gym as like a place that is very well known for its high level of gymnastics versus a place that's just popular for kids to come in and have fun? I, it's more for, I mean, at a very low level for kids, right? It's more for fun. I mean, uh, the parents want the kids to, to learn something because I think more and more parents understand now that 
gymnastics can be a base for all other activities or other sports mm-hmm. so i think there is a studies that i have read before uh, more than 10 years ago i can't recall mm-hmm. it say that they, they brought a few uh sportsmen from different background and then uh and then they do i i can't recall what sports they do but in mm-hmm. the end uh gymnasts are the one that that is able to do the sports the best among all the other sports mm-hmm. so that's why that's why we always say that gymnastics is like the base for all sports. So let's say if you've done gymnastics for, let's say, 10 years, maybe you start for three years old, you mm-hmm. do until 10 years old, where the kids has a bit more independence and know what they like. So if they go into martial arts, if you go into other sports, it's so easy for them to, to be at the same level with their peers who have been doing the same sport since five years old. You know? I agree with you. Yeah. To, so, me, to me, gymnastics is like the piano of sports. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? When, or when the you, ballet of dance, you know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Once you know your lines and the yes. fundamentals and you know how your body works, when you transit into other sports, you're kind of, you don't need to do those early. You don't have to like play tennis since you're like two, mm-hmm. right? But if you can, if you have a good gymnastics base, transitioning into other sports, it makes it very, very easy because yes. the child then has a, very developed understanding of their own body. Yes. Like good body awareness as yep. well, right? Yeah. yeah. I think the, the only, the only, Negative point about artistic gymnastics, yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, I mean, it's quite short span, you know, because by the time we reach my age or, you know, then we, we kind of stop doing it. You mean like competitive? Competitively, like yeah, competitively. Not mm. recreationally. Mean, recreationally, you can still do a flips or two, no problem, right? Right. Um, but then for rhythmic, it's, I think it's very different. For rhythmic, like the, the lifespan is a bit longer. I'm guessing you is can, that right? after you do competitively uh, rhythmic right you can mm-hmm. after that you can come on and can become a commercial dancer a commercial performance right because okay so I, I see your point you I see your point, point right? yeah. hey, well artistic you go into Cirque du Soleil <laughs> oh stop <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, like you could carry a show one person show five minutes you know mm-hmm. uh, for rhythmic gymnastics mm-hmm. you can carry a show you know you can have the apparatus ball re- hoops, ribbons, yeah. five minutes dance performance. Right. Well, what can you do five minutes as an artistic gymnast? You can't flip for five that's, minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. So in terms that's of true. the commercial scene or the performance scene, uh, rhythmic mm-hmm. gymnasts will have a longer lifespan as a performer, I guess. Right. Mm. Does, does it scare you when you see rhythmic gymnasts stretch? Or used to actually when they first when came I to my gym. It, I go, that can't be good yeah, for your bones, man. It can't be good, yeah. <laughs> right? At yes. such a young age as well. Yes. Like I mean, if my if my child wants to split, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But if you want to over split until that yes. level, I'm like, Oh gosh, <laughs> is the body supposed to do that? You know? That yeah, kind of But they have to get those kind of flexibility for the scorings, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No choice. Well it's just the criteria, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a criteria. So, um now let's go into let's let's go into the stuff that you do want to talk about. Now you always had a had a vision, and um, you were a great supporter and like Aaron said, a visionary for people like parkour people, tricking people, mm-hmm. and um, as well as dancers, right? Like mm-hmm. you really opened that door. Now I remember before you even set up um, Gymcraft, we had a we had a meal before Sean actually left for university. The three of us sat down and we chat about it, and I um, talked to you about like mirrors and all that, and having a dance area and all that. Right? Oh yeah, I recall I recall that. Remember that, that was yeah. underneath uh, Susie's studio. Right, yeah, the pole dance studio. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had a, had a quick chat over that, you yeah. know. And I, and I think till this day, like, um, all these things to me, like, uh, they were a very encouraging side that you showed me. Hey, look, I respect your ideas as well, you know. And I got to collaborate with you for quite a while because I was running a dance school called A New Generation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and through that actually that uh, that did really well for us like ha- had a lot of fun except i got too busy towards the end yep. and so i had to get my colleague to take over it but Nobby, um, right? yes i got no right. to, to look mm-hmm. after it for a while but um yeah w- when it first started right like oh man like the amount of kids we got to meet you know and just see them develop and all that it was very very encouraging you know and i remember one of the real big plus points was i mean how how do we then set ourselves like marketing unique selling point how are we different from other breakdancing schools well it's a very safe environment mm-hmm. you know and i think that allowed many of the of the kids well, well the adults now but <clears throat> the kids then um to be able to do things that they probably wouldn't have tried outside right and also in a safe environment they get to they get to learn and all that but anyway that thing aside oh wait no i have to talk about this mm-hmm. and i remember when i first started i told you hey willie um it's not that easy to to make the money back <laughs> and i remember you telling me nah don't worry about it just just go for it you know when when things develop then then let me know mm. you know and as a young as a young guy you know starting at that time i think i was doing uh, i was like acting and i had some other stuff on i was like opening you know different things starting the food business you know trying all these different things you know mm. i think that support meant so much you know when i think about it you know even the way you handled my <clears throat> very youthful on fire desire you're still very calculated said okay you you do your thing you know and you help us out where you can you know and i think that that kind of forgiving very understanding um act that you had you know really inspired me and also helped me very much and the great thing is that you keep doing that you know now you're doing that with with the hype tribe as well and i and i see that you know i hope everyone appreciates that and 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 gets to see what you do you know um Mm -hmm. Obviously, this then has the financial burden on yourself, though. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah. so how do you balance these, actually? I think luckily for, for me, gymnastics is a, it's a growing industry. So mm-hmm. it's a very stable and a growing industry. So I think I'm pretty, pretty lucky to be in this industry. Mm-hmm. And this giving, um, this idea of giving and, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm very interested in flips and all this when I was young I do not have the chance to join gymnastics when I was young mm-hmm. so I only started in secondary school and that that is the you know flipping is the love of my life you know? mm-hmm. so that's why I can understand where young people want to flip and they want to find a place to flip mm-hmm. so I, I like that passion you mm-hmm. know you know if tricking has been uh, you know tricking or parkour has been is you know they it was invented, not so invented. I mean, it was founded 10 years ago. Probably I'll be one of them, you know. Mm, <laughs> it's true. I think you would be heavily into tricking. Yeah. Yes. And then right. um, this, this giving and this giving idea is also, I, I, I learned from, I learned from my, my mentor, you know. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah. Actually, I, I, before, before I became the manager of Prime, I was a coach at Base Gym. So that's, oh. that's where I first became a gymnastic coach. And then uh, Mr. Sung, uh, the owner of Base Gym, mm-hmm. Uh, he has three three gyms now in Singapore. <laughs> is that right? Uh, Your competitor, actually. Oh uh, yeah, he's competitor. But but yeah. you see, the I mean, he started before way before me. But mm-hmm. when I when I started my own gym, Gymcraft, I mean, mm-hmm. he never treated me as a competitor. Instead, he helped me all the way. Really? Yes, and he helped me in ways that nobody Susie's can believe. Susie's like that too, isn't she? Sorry, <laughs> Susie's like that too. Like even if someone's competing, tries to compete, oh, with her, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, 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 I'll support you. Yeah, in the pole dance industry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Mr. Sung has helped me a lot. Uh, he mm. basically, I mean, without him, I wouldn't be in this industry. I wouldn't be who wow. I am today. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's like paying it forward kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm paying it forward. So I always imagine like, if you can do that to me, I can do that to others. So wow. I'm, I'm just following his example. Okay. <laughs> well, that's very nice. Yeah, I think I. I think the pie is big enough for everyone to have a share. Yes. 
right yes, yeah yes. and i think i think that um that act of you know th- that that type of behavior then inspires other people and i think it also helps the culture right so mm-hmm. i think yeah that's very very nice um i, I really appreciate that actually <laughs> um and i wanted to touch on some of the the more interesting stuff that people probably don't know about you but you were doing pole dancing for a while Oh yeah, <laughs> and and cheerleading for a while as well. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so cheerleading for a longer while. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, yeah. How, how did this whole pole dancing thing started? By the way. Start. Oh no! Before I started Dreamcraft, after I left Prime, mm-hmm. so there's this whole period of one year where where I'm looking for venue to start. Mm-hmm. So that period of one year was pretty empty for me. So and then I took up pole dancing. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> How's that? Oh good. I, I only learned uh, for about six to eight months, I guess. Yeah. Six with to eight with Susie, was it? Oh, uh, with Susie, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So it was fun. It was, it was, you know, it took my mind off, you know, and at a point in time where you have no job, oh, yeah. I, I do have a job. I was, I was uh, teaching academically at my champs. So oh. I do have a job. So, but I just, I feel kind of lost mm. in the one year. <laughs> right. Because it's not a full-time job. So it, it is very healthy to have something, you know. Yeah, especially, yeah, it's very unhealthy to have, to have not, no job, especially for a guy. <laughs> right. I think, yeah, so, yeah. I was I was gonna say as an outlet as well, you know, like I I feel that many many a times like as people get older, especially men, mm-hmm. when men get older, right? We, I okay, I can't say for me because I'm not like that, but <laughs> I see a lot of men um, focus so much work on, uh, so, focus so much effort on, um, work, 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 go home, see family. As much as I think that's great, and like people should do that, but I do think there is something that helps your sanity to yes. do a sport or a kind of recreation that teaches you, you know, you have to play. You have to like, no matter how you how old you are, man, you have to still have that child in you, that that playfulness, that curiosity. Would you agree as well? Yes, definitely. I'm so lucky to be in gymnastics. I could just go and flip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I'm tired. Right, it keeps your brain forward. fresh yes. in life. Now, are there lots of people that do adult gymnastics and like older people that do that as well? Oh yeah, um, our adult class is going strong. There's a lot of adults that don't have a chance to do it when they're young. Our oldest now is, I uh, kind of sixty-five. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, it's are are you like ever worried about like, please please don't do something too dangerous, or you're like yeah oh, try your best. Oh no, I mean they are they are adults, so they know <laughs> they know when to stop. <laughs> it's not like the kids, you know, not. Yeah. Right. Right. They know their limits. Right. Now I think that's very admirable actually for someone to to try something because it means different, right? If someone like my mom would try line dancing, you know, <laughs> oh, my dad likes to do tramping. But if you propose to my dad who's around that age as well, you propose to my dad gymnastics, he'll tell you for sure no. And my mom would also tell you the same thing. So I think it's very admirable that people do that at a I, I think it's a it's a it's a wrong stereotype right, to to think that gymnastics is not for older people. Because people always say that, you know, oh I'm not flexible enough or you're gonna break my bones, these two things. Yeah. And I'm sick and tired of listening to this. <laughs> No, it's not going to break your bones and you need to be flexible to do gymnastics, you know. Mm. What we see in Olympics, yes, they are flexible because they need those points. They're the but highest level. Yes, well. I'm not flexible at all. Even I myself, I'm not flexible at all. I could do a lot of skills, you know. Mm. I believe you also not flexible at all. I um. mean, breakdance, right? <laughs> um, okay, compared to breakdancers, I'm a lot more, more flexible, flexible than other b-boys. <laughs> but compared to like contempt dancers, ballet, oh, of course, no uh, way. Yeah. I'm like ballet beginner you, level. Yeah, ballet, you, of course, you have that. I'm a need, joke. Yeah, dancer, you need to have those lines, right? <laughs> Exactly. But, uh, but if you just do gymnastics recreationally, you don't need flexibility to. Fl- you need to have some flexibility, but not not those that you see in the Olympics. Right. It don't need to be like crazy. Like ah, no need, no need. Just need to need to need to be flexible enough to be fl- able to flips. That's mm. all. Yeah. A- actually, you know, it's so it's so 
it's so interesting that you brought that up because um, not me to sidetrack into breaking, but when when I used to still be in the dance scene, right, and uh, younger b-boys, <clears throat> younger b-boys would ask me, you know, what's a tip? How can I be better at power moves? You know, how can I get this? How can I get a flare? How can I get a windmill? And I always say, stretch. And then they're <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, but to them it's like, no, nonsense. Like, what? I'm here to be a b-boy, man. I'm here to be cool. I want to dress up. I want to throw down. And, and I'm like, look, you guys need to condition and stretch. Like, I know I sound like some, like, uncool loser, but... So I'll share this thing with you. I think maybe you might have known this as well because I was on that journey at that time. So I was I had like one air flare and I could do like one and like I could almost go on to my second one, mm-hmm. but I couldn't for the longest time. Like I got one air flare in a day. I don't know if I shared this with you before. Oh, I, I, so yeah, so you, when you I was talking to Sean about it, right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. That's right. I told myself I'm not going to eat and I'm not going to do anything until I get my first air flare. So it took me one day to get one air flare, but to get two like, clean consecutive airflares was years and years and years it t- mm. took me so long to finally get it and so what happened was i could do like i could kind of do one in a little bit and then at that time i had slip disc mm-hmm. so slip disc put me out for like a good six months to a year while i was in ns i had a really 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 bad slip disc um and then when i when i went back into it it was actually um uh ryan's brother jeffrey so jeffrey got me a role in fried rice paradise the musical and so that was the first time i did dancing and and i did like dancing dancing so i remember going in there because you know as a as a masculine b-boy i go there i'm like oh yeah man okay what flips should i do (laughs) and then they teach me this jazz routine (laughs) then i'm like oh from jeffrey uh, yeah, it was by Jeffrey, and I was like, "Oh, what am I doing here?" Then I see all like all my friends um, who are like content background and stuff mm. and ballet background, and they're stretching, and I'm like, "Oh man, I am a hundred percent in the wrong place," you know. <laughs> but then after that, I sat down and said, "Look, get rid of the shitty mindset, and." open your eyes and and learn you know and that's when i was like okay so i stopped breaking man i completely stopped breaking and i just learned content learned about lines you know learn like commercial i guess commercial dancing and it was so nice like andy and marcus and a lot of all these other dancers they're like here we're gonna teach you how to stretch and the girls there as well they just keep helping me how to uh, teaching me how to stretch telling me the importance of stretching so stretching and stretching and so much pain and then the amazing thing i went to the esplanade I put down my stuff, so warmed up, I stretched as per normal. I could hit like five air flares. I didn't even practice air flare in the last six months of a year. Whoa. Yeah. Out of nowhere, man. Then I was like, yes. wait, what? How does this work? Then I went back to gym craft and I was like, no, try it. Try it. Uh, no, sorry. That time was Prime Gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at Prime Gym. I was like, no, let, let me try this kind of stuff. And I was like, where is this magic coming from, man? It's out of nowhere. Then I realized like, huh. What I've been doing the whole time in the six to six months to a year is stretching, stretching, stretching. And because people keep asking me how to handstand, so I spend my whole time just, okay, this is how you handstand. So I keep doing handstand and splits, handstand, splits, handstand, splits. The air flare came. It's magic. Mm. So, so to you, the magic is stretching, right? Stretching that, and conditioning. That, that stretching and conditioning, yeah. yeah. So yes. to me, yeah. It's always these two words, stretching and conditioning. I mean, to me, conditioning is a lot more important because I see a lot of youngsters that are trying to do flips and... With they undeveloped will, muscles. Yes, undeveloped muscles. They they may got they may have got a technique, but they are never gonna execute their flips because of their conditioning. Or they could they could do the flips like one thousand times, then they get it because they build their conditioning that way. <laughs> but if you do pure conditioning, uh, CrossFit or I don't know whatever, um, you could get it a lot faster. Mm. Yeah. You know what? I think it's because they don't see the link. 
Uh, right? Because, okay, for example, if I'm, if I'm, I mean, put myself in my 13-year-old body, right? And mm. then I'm like, hey, I want to be able to do windmill, man. And I look at a windmill, like, wow, so cool. And then someone tells me you need to do splits. So, oh, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. I think it's not as fun also. That's the thing. Of course. Yeah, yeah, they would rather do that. They would rather do the 1,000 <laughs> than do proper conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least when I'm trying, someone walks past, I look cool, you know, rather than me like squatting at the wall, yes, trying to, yes, yes. trying to split. Do, do you still like do a lot of stretching yourself or? Me now? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm doing the youngster way. I just go and flip and I flip on the tumble track. <laughs> right, right, right. The, the, the tumble track is great to give you the impression that you yeah, have you're lost still doing nothing. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. What what are the um things do you provide at Gymcraft? Like obviously you have trampolines. Mm, yes, yes. Um, the, you know those like uh competitive tumbling, but there's there's no that tumble. Yeah, tumble tracks, right? Um, is it called tumble tracks? Uh, tumble track is the one that's bouncy. Right, but so there's the competitive one, right? That they that they. Oh, those are, that's another completely uh complete different discipline altogether. Oh, is that right? It, yeah, it comes under the it comes under trampoline trampolining. Oh, yeah, it's a completely different. Uh, discipline right, right oh I didn't know that actually oh, yeah. oh okay so, okay so the floor exercise only use that big square floor that's the right? what's in the Olympics kind of yeah. thing right so, okay yeah so the trampoline discipline is not in the Olympics yet um, I thought trampolining was uh, trampoline itself what Yes. Oh, but the that tumble that tumble thing, thing is not because there's also a da- mm. there's also a mini uh, double mini tram, you know, where they bounce and bounce and then execute another thing. Oh yes, I've seen that's that. That's a double mini tram. So that's also not in the Olympics yet. So only mm. recently, trampoline as a discipline is in the Olympics. What do you think of that? Do well, you think cool. it should be in the Olympics? Um, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, if... <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. I mean, gymnastics as a whole has already got a lot of uh, medals. I mean, r- already reserved a lot of medals in the Olympics. I mean, mm. look at the whole sports, right? Yes. The sports in the whole Olympics, right? Gymnastics, I think, has the most medal count among all the sports or maybe I, I, the next one is athletics I don't know well, I was going to say swimming swimming because they are uh, all yeah. the different distances I, I'm yeah. not sure about, about but, you know 4 for men 6 for girls that's 10 already ah okay, okay and then there's team okay there's team and then right. rhythmic there's rhythmic as well don't forget yeah, and then now true. there's trampoline that's true so they, they, they're hogging a lot of medals in mm. Olympics already right 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 <laughs> so you've got to be fair for, to other sports I guess Give give the other sports a chance as well, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. Like, I, I this previous Olympics that I've been watching, right? Mm. Um, sorry to keep pulling you back to gymnastics, I know, but, yeah. because I don't know anyone in Singapore who knows gymnastics as good as you. So I'll bug you with these questions. You know, I was watching the all the all round, mm-hmm. and oh no, sorry, I was watching the team, mm-hmm. and then I was watching the apparatus. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, I I don't get it. Like, uh, like how does one become the all round champion? You know, like Sanisa, what's her name? Sanisa Lee, mm-hmm. uh, the this American Asian American okay. girl, right? She won all round mm-hmm. for females, for example, right? Okay. So, w- th- does that mean that every gymnast will try every apparatus? Oh uh, no, I mean all round is a competition by itself. So you ah. go in and take part in the all round competition. Then there's also individual apparatus competition. So Which I is the, the last go, day, the, uh, one of sure the later we, days. Uh, yeah, I mean they change the sequence. Th- then what's team? Uh, team is another another <laughs> competition where they all go in as a team to compete. So you see so many medals, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm starting to understand a little bit about okay. it. So, hold on. I'm still a bit lost. <laughs> so, um, okay. Let's say team. Because the first one I saw them compete, I believe, is a team. I could be wrong. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, but, I mean, the sequence changed. You know, different Olympics, they will change the sequence. But team, ah. which, team is the most prestigious because you're representing your country. In a way, like, right? Oh, as a team. So that's that the most right? prestigious. Right? Then of course the next one as an individual is all around. 
Ah. Right. Then of course next is a uh, individual apparatus ah. You know? I see. Yeah, so you can be a king of one apparatus, and then you right. can get gold in the apparatus and only. But but that's not the most prestigious. Ah. Of course, the most prestigious is the all around. I see. Where you're going to compete all the apparatus and you add up all your scores to be the best. Okay. I, okay. Ah. Now uh, now I understand mm. the all round a little bit more. So, um, for example, th- there's a guy who I really like. His name is like I, the the. Taiwanese spelling is different, but his name is something like Chi Kai. Mm-hmm. He got silver for pommel, uh, pommel horse. Pommel horse, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan of this guy. But, okay. but anyway, that's not the point. The point is that now I was trying to understand his routine and like how he fits into the whole thing. So if I'm not wrong, right? So does that mean that every country can only send a few? or like, oh, No, it cannot be only one because I saw more than one for the US okay. all-round team. Um, that, was, that was also diff- I think that also differs from... Uh, Olympics the criteria so right. yes uh, each country can only send a particular I mean only a limited number of gymnasts okay for the yeah. all round uh, for the all round yeah if, I, if I'm not wrong so, yeah. so let's say let's say only two for example okay. only two from each country so okay, let's say you and I mm-hmm. <laughs> just a joke but if mm-hmm. you and I represent Singapore for gymnastics mm-hmm. in the all round for example yes. so you it's like we don't know each other we're just two individuals competing Right, yeah, even yeah. though we're from the same country, yeah, yeah. so you would then do your best routine on the floor, mm-hmm. then best routine on rings and whatever, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. both our scores add up. Whoever has more wins. Oh no, all round is individual. Yeah, yeah, correct. So like all your scores will add uh, up, yep, yep. and if I have more than you, I win. Yeah, if you yeah. have more than yes, yes. But how, okay, so how many attempts does one person get then? Everybody only got one attempt. I mean, everybody uh, will go through one the attempt per apparatus. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so okay, so let's say. Oh, but of course, uh, what you get to do, what there's actually two attempts. A vault has two attempts. That's, that's how it works, yeah. Right. But okay. they, they, they need to average the scores or add up the scores. I'm not too sure. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. It's not like take one, take two. It's like a, um, actually yeah. they. So each jump matters. Yep. Yep. Right. Okay. So then, okay. Let's say let's say you win. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we represent the same country. Mm-hmm. You got gold for the all round. Mm-hmm. So when we go into team, right? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that you just do one oh, apparatus? No. If we go to team, may not be me and you already. Might be other. Might be other participants, other gymnasts. Oh, I get you, it. So you got to strategize and to choose which event you want to go to. So there's a lot of opportunity for everybody. So the, the so the, the, the team could be completely not completely us. different people. Yes. And does the so does that mean that okay? But for usually the all round will be all round participants will mm-hmm. be in the team because, because the they're team strong. is also doing the all round. Right? Oh, so <laughs> the team is not like the best pommel go to the best pommel, the best ring go to the do the ring. Oh, no, it's no, not no. everyone does everything then you add the score again, together again yeah everybody does everything again for the team competition day I get <laughs> it now so, and it's like uh, is it five people per team I think four if I'm not wrong oh four people okay so let's say it's four oh. people does that mean that it's like every individual's all round added together basically oh uh, yeah Ah, okay but it's so <laughs> sorry so many questions man mm. So let's say in the team event, right? I don't know how the scoring works, but let's mm-hmm. say I scored uh, fifty-eight, for example, mm-hmm. in the in the team event, right? I mm-hmm. got fifty-eight points. When I go to the individual, it's reset everything. Oh yeah, because as I say, it's different competition on a different day. You must right. take it as a different competition. It's like running four hundred meters, running one thousand meters. Is you know totally right. different competitions. And then th- let's say on another day, we then have the individual apparatus. Yeah. Can totally I different. already? Can I still go in the third yes, time? I and think if your if your country feels you, then I mean if the country chose you, then yeah. you go. 
Okay, but in individual apparatus, can I say that I want to go to the individual for rings as well as floor? And that depends on your country. I mean, your coach, your country. They, of course, they will do really? choose. Yeah, I mean, you don't as a as a. I I don't think as a gymnast or as a sports person, you get to choose. It's the country or who that, chose you. Oh. Yeah, and then we also have to strategize. I mean, if you if you compete in the individual, would right. you still have the strength to compete in all round? Would you still have the strength to compete in team? Mm. So you have to strategize. Right. Uh, that's that's where all the complexity starts coming in and all that. Oh. Yeah. So you know, okay. like like, like Simon Bells, right? I mean, yep. uh, she she pulled out of the team. Yes. Then there's to, a replacement. To, yeah. Then to focus on her all round or focus on the individual. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, to, yeah. So that's how it works. Huh? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And and how well is um I've heard this rumor. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to offend anyone, but from what I understand, what I've been told. Um, for quite a few years, is that female gymnastics in Singapore is stronger than male gymnastics? I mean, they are totally different competitions. Uh, maybe I'll say that there are more female gymnasts that do better than male Singaporean gymnasts. Is that true or uh, not true? I, I don't think it's true. Oh, it's not true. Oh, okay, I don't okay. think it's true. I mean, on the you must see on the what kind of platform you are. You know, mm. for a male, one of one of the movies named after one of our gymnasts. Really? Yeah, because I mean, he he so called invented that move. And then one of the movies named after him, so that's pretty. I what, think that's what, pretty. What's a big it called? Deal. I can't recall. <laughs> but oh. it's not a. It's not a high level. It's it's not. A no, high but level. that's still something, right? Yeah, you that's created. still something. It's something very ah. new. So so I think that's that's a big mark, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear that. I, yeah. I I was always under the impression. I don't know who told me this, but that um that the female gymnasts in Singapore tend to go further in the Olympics and all that than than male gymnasts. So yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear that it's it's mm. not the case. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, well, that's but good. we have a I think we have a bigger pool of uh, in terms of Singapore context. Uh-huh. Right? I think we have a bigger pool of uh, female gymnasts. Oh, maybe oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. So right. for the for our MAG side, I think it's quite hard. Um, it's quite hard because men men only picks after they are 20, 20 plus so oh. it's very difficult to get those people training at that age already after NS and all that yeah. so so I think all the guys have their own priority <laughs> but for girls usually they I mean if let's say they are 17, 18, 19, mm-hmm. 20 so it's still quite easy to remain in the sports so I think in that context I think Singapore did it a bit better I guess do you think that NS is an obstacle for a uh, male of, gymnast? Uh, of course. I mean, NS is an obstacle for all sportsmen uh, in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Be, be mm-hmm. in what sports you are, NS is an obstacle because you have to stop training for two years. Right. So that that's the that's the norm mm-hmm. in Singapore mm-hmm. and, and you have to accept that. Uh, yeah. Right. So that's why I think schooling and the our swimmer schooling and other guy yeah, Korean, right? right? Yeah, they they defer until end of this year, so they have to start their NS this year. Oh, is that? Do they? I thought oh. when you get like a medal, you don't need to go. Oh ah, no, you, you still have to do NS. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, harsh thing. You just can defer it. Well, you only can defer, so they defer until this Olympic ends, right? So, oh. so they have to enter NS end of this year or maybe next year. So wow, yeah. Y- do you did you know? Maybe I'm not sure if you know this. Do you know that there was a huge, um, basically they they busted a whole bunch of Korean b boys mm-hmm. who were um kind of injuring themselves so that they could get out of NS the NS yeah because those Korean b-boys they're like top of the world and at (sighs) their peak when they're at the top of the top of the dance world right imagine they gotta and Korean army is different from us we can't we can't like they can't go out on the weekends apparently you go into NS you come out if you're lucky you come out at the end of that one year 
Wow. Yeah, that, that's what I heard. I don't know if okay. it's still the same way, but but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh man, it's 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 <laughs> not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For for sports people. Um. What is your what is your, I guess, goal or what is your your vision of gymnastics in Singapore and with Gymcraft? What do you with all the hard work that you do, with all this very loving, gracious personality of yours, what do you see the future as, or what is your hope for future? I just hope that um, you know I could have opened more, I could open more branches. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, it's not a top secret. Like all business, all business owners, um, they want to expand, they want to have more branches all around. They can expand to other country if they are lucky. You know, uh, some rich people will come along and buy up their whole operations and they can retire for life. So this mm-hmm. is no secret. So mm-hmm. as a business owner, probably that's where I want to, that's where I hope to see myself in. But of course, as I was running a business, um, gymnastics, flippings, you know, is still my passion. I love kids. I love working with kids. I love to see kids enjoy themselves. And, you know, Gymcraft Moto is about doing things right. So whatever that we do, I want to make sure that the things that we are do is right for our customer, right for our staff as well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sounds good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> sounds really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a pleasure having you on, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess we can hang out another time and chat a little bit more uh, as well about it. I mean, there's still so much to talk about about parkour and all that. Actually, you know what? Just because I have a few more minutes, um, mm-hmm. can you shed a little bit of light on this parkour tricking scene? Can you tell me like any interesting things or how you've seen it evolve through the years? Oh. Well, it evolved a lot. I mean, uh, I started Jinkong in 2012. At a point in time, I think, when, when people came in for the open sessions, right? Mm-hmm. You know, all the, all the tricks or skills they can do, you know, I look at them and I'm like, oh, I could have done that. <laughs> I could have done that. I could, have, I, right. I could do that. No problem. But I think two years later, I think 2014, 2015, then I started to realize that people are doing really crazy stuff. That, I think that's where tricking came in, you know, where they do the kicks and all that. Like, oh, what's that? I know. I don't know what's that, you know. Mm. How do you even learn that? How do you even start learning that? You know, all the twists and turns and kicks, you know, tricking, right? Mm-hmm. So so ah uh, that's that's the point in time where I realized that, oh okay, the people in my gym are <laughs> has has a seat. Has, is really better than me. Mm. And then now it's wow, now it's crazy, I know. <laughs> now yeah. you see crazy move everywhere. It's becoming the norm now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that's a, it's a very it's a very hopeful thing as well, isn't it? Mm. Like it, it really gives us more, encourages us as well when I see younger people do really yes. good skills. Yes. I think I think the evolution of a practitioner is like, you get to your, your peak, that you're so into it, you're at a competitive level or professional pro level, and then you see young guys come up and you're like, oh, damn it. Oh. But then after a while, <laughs> you grow out of it and you're just really happy, you know, to yeah. see new skills and just people excel, man. I think that's something that is um, very, very exciting. Now, as someone, as myself, or as someone listening, how can we help you? Help me? <laughs> yes. How can we help you and Gemcraft achieve this kind of vision and goal? Oh, come join. <laughs> come join. That's no. what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> when I have a kid, just make sure that I send him or her to um, to Gemcraft, right? Uh, yeah, or to, to any other gyms in, in Singapore. Right. I, think, I think start your kids young uh, mm-hmm. in sports, in fitness, yeah, because that will really help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no need to be at gym club, but try gymnastics because really, you know, uh, when your kids move into other sports or other martial arts or other activities later part of his life, it's going to be so much easier for him mm-hmm. or her. Yeah. 
Sounds good, man. Hey, thanks for chatting. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for um, having me. <laughs> love to hang out soon and let's go do flips together sometimes as well. All right, all right. All right thank you, Willie. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, Eden. Bye bye. <laughs>